Texas Podcast Massacre contains spoilers and adult language. For more horror, visit us at our website at texaspodcastmassacre.com. Welcome to another episode of Texas Podcast Massacre, coming to you from Houston, Texas. I'm your host, Mitch, and with me as always are my own Agnes and Billy, Lisa. You are a gold-bladed whore. And Nate. Ho, 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 shit. <laughs> Jesus. I, <laughs> I was I was in my, in my, I was, I was focused, and I, that didn't phase me, but Jesus, Lisa. That was a hell of a quote. Hey. Hell of a quote. Barb, Barb in this movie. <laughs> yeah. She was quotable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lois Lane was a wild college girl for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> well, first, Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Uh, we are, what, a few days away. Yeah. So hope hopefully you have a great one. That is not, you know, filled with murderers in your if, attic. <laughs> if, if if you happen to be a person in a sorority, highly recommend just going home. Yeah, just, just, you know, just see, I don't, see your family. There's not really a whole but lot going were, on Christmas break. They were, some of them weren't going see home. See your family. See your family early as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Lois Lane tried and her mom was like, no. Once finals happen, Screw you, just, you just drive away. Yeah, that's right. Or go shack up with the townie. You know, that's safer too, either way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Each week on Texas Podcast Massacre, we take a look at a different horror movie and debate a horror-related topic with our unsuspecting victim, who's usually someone that is not what we would call a horror fan. Um, This week, we had some unsuspecting victims. I haven't seen them around. They've kind of been yeah, missing. Yeah, yeah. Someone seen us at one by the clock tower. I don't know. Yeah, so I, what's I going on? Don't know what happened. Uh, haven't checked the attic. Um, maybe I'll do that after the show. Yeah. But uh, for now, I think it's just going to be us three reviewing this week's movie of the week, the classic 1974 film Black Christmas. So is this just when I get up, hang up the phone, and walk out the front door to save myself? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save yeah. yourself. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I think we know you're what I would have done differently. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. I'm out. Peace. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's just jump right into it with our debate question of the week. Yeah, we will see how the Lord favors you. No. You dare oh, not God. blaspheme. He will punish you. The dog of hell will devour you. All of you. No. All right. Can can my Christmas present be a new drop? <laughs> it's gonna be just mm, Billy. <laughs> like that's gonna be, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> we it's should just me, have Billy. Now, yeah, I think I think next year we just do nothing but inexplicable drops that don't make any sense. Yeah, like they're not even remotely uh, tied to whatever we're doing. This movie, you could generate like sixteen drops just from this movie. Yeah, he could. Yeah, Claude? individual one. Claude. <laughs> um right so uh <laughs> thrown off by the damn claude so, so, uh, black right, so, so yes so this movie we're reviewing that is a black movie Christmas, that we watched yes which is credited as really being one of the first if if not the first slasher film um certainly the one that heavily influenced halloween and you know from there really every slasher film that has come since um whether they you know directly or indirectly uh this movie, I, I feel like, was probably very shocking when it first came out, and even even still watching it today is, you know, still has some some creepy factor into it. Oh, yeah. it's, it's still the creepiness doesn't seem cheesy in this, and we'll get into more details around that. But I think my debate question for today is, you know, what is to you the most shocking slasher film you've seen? Um, and Nate, we can kind of start with you if you want to kick it off. Sure, I. I don't know if black. I don't think Black Christmas is the most the most shocking one, but Billy's voice is probably like the most shocking part of a slasher ever. Mm-hmm. His voice is like every time I hear it, I just like I, like my like shoulders start going up. Like I just I hate it. I hate it. It's but I like it because it's like it's so good. It's so disturbing. Um, the uh, the actor who. Um, did Billy's voice yeah. um, to get some of these sounds. He actually like stood upside down so that his like larynx would get compressed. So he can make some of these like crazy ass sounds and stuff like that. I mean, they were like 
nuts. That's crazy. And so, so yeah, he did a keg stand while he was recording. Yeah, like a murdery keg stand. Oh yeah, it's on it's on college campus. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? Like an obscene, an obscenely uh, language laced keg stand. Yeah. Uh, but that yeah, I was watching this movie, and why I like this movie so much is that it is like legitimately. 43 years later is like the voice is like the one of the most disturbing things in like all of horror for me anyway. So I picked this movie. Yeah. Well, Lisa, what about you? See, I, yeah, I went back and, and we'll probably talk about it more in a minute, but <laughs> I, it's not a recording, right? It's him the whole time doing mean? the different voices. Like, it's not like he had stuff recorded from his childhood and he was playing that over the phone. He was, Doing yeah, he, I, I, the killer is, so we'll, this we'll, is live. We'll, this is a live. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll get into delay. it. There's no. Yeah, that's. I think that's. that's but I think that adds yeah. the shocking factor. Yeah, yeah. he's a he's, he's, good, just, he's, he's a good improv guy. Yeah. So I was trying to think. I've seen some sloshers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I haven't seen many recently. Um, I don't know what sloshers we've actually reviewed this year. We haven't done a whole. Any. Have we done a whole lot, actually? No, not it. Maybe is Halloween that three. <laughs> I, that's, that's not even a. That's I not know. Even I really say last year. Really. That's what I'm saying. Um, Jason X. I don't X. know if we've done one this year. Yeah. Oh, Jason X. I guess. That's oh yeah, well, that's, not, that's it's not. No. It's shocking that that got made. Uh, yeah, pretty that's much. About, it's shocking they spent thirteen million dollars on it. It's so shocking. I remember the amount of money they spent. Terrible. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't remember most of them, and maybe that says something. So I, I think I'm going to go with Nate on this one. This one is pretty oh, shocking. Nice. Um, especially after I read that it was based on some yeah, true murders. In Canada, yeah. Yeah. And just the fact that you never, you don't get any result. I mean, you do and you don't, but you don't really get a resolution. You're kind of left open-ended, you know, so yeah. it's it's like... Well, crap, he's still out there. So you're saying New Year's resolution, 2018, more slashers. I mean, there's some classic ones that we just haven't done, right? Like Halloween and yeah. Friday the 13th and stuff like that. I don't know so. if Texas Chainsaw Massacre is really a slasher. Well, that's what I was going to ask because it's... It's a little different. But, it, but it, 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 you know, a slasher is is someone... With some sort of bladed instrument going through yeah. and chasing down people, it's not. It, it's different than a supernatural. It's different than cult. It's different than you know. That that's how Freddy Krueger is a slasher, yeah. even though it's yeah. all in dreams and it's a little, you know, a little out of there. Versus just like the, I guess know, the difference, Halloween. Yeah, I guess Jason the difference Voorhees in Texas Chainsaw or, Massacre is that normally the slasher, like in this movie, is like invading your space, like coming at you, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they kind of just like happen upon a murderer. <laughs> it's kind of a weird. Well, but they do that in, in yeah. Friday Thirteenth. But that's a slasher film. Except in Manhattan, where he it is their in camp. Space. I mean, it is their camp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not Jason's camp. He doesn't own the camp. All right. Because if I was going to pick <laughs> the most shocking movie for me, at least, is probably Paranormal Activity. Not a slasher, but to me, that one sticks with me. I can't even watch the trailer without getting creeped out. No. Um, but I think slashers, I think, especially for the, cause it was what, 1974. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I'm sure it scared the hell out of a lot of people then. Yeah. For sure. What about you, Mitch? Yeah, Mitch. I, so I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to think, and I'm trying to jog my memory of some of the, you know, some of the many slasher films I've seen. Um, yeah. Shocking. There's a lot of like. I mean, because shocking, I would say Texas Chainsaw Massacre because of just how what Sleepaway Camp or something like that. You could go that. I, I, well, I mean, you go no that spoilers. Direction. I haven't seen. Yeah, either. I, you go that direction. I mean, that's that, that's up there for me. Sleepaway Camp. That has a great ending. Uh, yeah. it's you know, but I mean, I, you know, Scream is one that I think deserves all the credit in the world for just flipping every single trope on its head and making it, you know, you know, pointing out how. You know, kind of absurd the genre yeah. is. I mean, yeah, it's it's smart. It it still was able to to work in that same space, but it just felt you know so much different. Kind of raised the game a little bit. Yeah, because um, so many others of these, you know, the, the, there's a million slasher films, and they're all effectively similar. Um, shocking wise, though, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd say it's shocking though. Shocking to me, I mean, you, you'd have to look at like Rob Zombie's uh, um, House of a Thousand Corpses. 
or something where it's just like the utter gore is just holy like rain wilson as the half fish man thing it's just like holy shit you know rain and wilson, that's isn't that movie yes it is not good and he gets turned into half a fish i'm thinking like I, I mean if you want to go a sort like, of weird island of dr moreau's yeah of weird if you want to go real schlock you can go like have you seen slumber party massacre Mm, I mean, like stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like early well, and, '80s, and I, like and I, everyone was just yeah. like going nuts. And I guess that's a question. So, when, you know, maybe maybe this is another way to ask it real quick. So, for shocking, when we when we talk about shocking films, um, are we does gore does gore shock you more, or does it need to be? I mean, it sounds like Lisa. It sounds like more. It's the it's the it's the psychology it's the psychological right. uh, the gore i mean i don't like it but it's it is what it is and it's a conclusion to something right super gory the person's probably dead but when they leave the open-endedness yeah, Billy, billy's still calling you man billy keeps calling. i know right <laughs> but when they leave the open-endedness that's when it's it creeps me out right that's why paranormal activity gets me because you never see what's actually terrorizing them you know that's why this one is much more shocking because you never actually they don't catch him they don't yeah, yeah he's still in the house it's really creepy what what if what if paranormal activity added some of billy's sounds to it <laughs> well, that's like your ultimate movie <laughs> i don't know i don't know if it was uh. someone standing over a bed with someone sleeping and he's like, yeah, it's Billy. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that would be awesome now you know what? I'm, I'm gonna change my answer i think okay or or settle on this answer sure Psycho. Psycho. Okay. I'll stick with Psycho. And I will say, because I didn't, even when I saw the film when I was much younger, I didn't know the truth, or I didn't, you know, I didn't really know the twist. So I got to, granted, I saw the Vince Vaughn versions (laughs) before I watched the original. Oh, mistakes. But but even then, I mean, when you find out what the kind of twist is, like, (laughs) oh shit, you know. Um, It's a good twist. Was that that Anne Heche? Yes. Yeah. How many people. What? How many people does he kill in that movie? No, not uh, like two, two. Yeah, one so or two. So, what do we consider? I mean, so I guess we still consider that a slasher because he literally slashed. Yeah, them? it, it yeah, depends no. how you want to count it. The, 1960 had um, Psycho and uh, Peeping Tom, which mm-hmm. is another classic. I highly recommend. Again, I, I go with the. Did he use a bladed weapon prim, uh, primarily? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's, a, there's sort of a there's sort of a stalking element that's really kind of part of slashers. It's it's yeah, the bladed the bladed element's part of it. Yeah. But I mean, you can it, it, again, Jason is killed with literally everything. He's killed with a sleeping bag. Yeah. So I, I you know, it's more. <laughs> so is it more of a serial it's, it's, killer? Well, it's that stalking. Yeah. It's it's yeah. that there's some something constantly chasing you, and and that's. Kill, you know, just go, just mowing down people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which I guess kind of that's why it follows, feels like a slasher, even though it isn't, because it always has that constant like constantly yeah. that pursuit of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. there's always that tension of right. it could pop out anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I get, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, alien, sense. alien, in some sense, could be thought of as a slasher. And that, again, constant pursuit. You're it's not that being hunted down versus again, most of the like the you know the ones with like where there's an exorcism, there's a demon, there's a ghost. Those are very so. Vampires aren't really chasing down you know werewolves maybe, but uh, yeah, it really yeah. It, it it just depends how what, how you view the genre. Um, but anyway, yeah, okay. So it sounds like y'all are in agreement on this being this being yeah, so shocking. I, I, I like this one a lot. I don't know if it's the most, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes gore can get me like if it's just over the, like if it's realistic, not over the top. I mean, who cares? So hostile. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, hate, I hate hostile. I hate hostile a lot, but some gore can be pretty ridiculous. I, I enjoyed hostile. I like this. Like, I like the psychological <laughs> stuff. Great, like, like Lisa but, said, yeah. I'm all in on that for sure. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, I guess Black I have to concede. Christmas. Since I'm two, I'm two to one. Here. Unbeatable. Oh my God. Let's get into it. All right. Sounds good. So this week's movie of the week is Black Christmas. A high school girl's been murdered. Mr. Harrison's daughter is missing. And now at the house where she lives, the other girls are getting obscene phone calls. 
Yeah, what I've done is I've tapped this phone so that when it rings, it'll ring at the station house, too. There was a little girl murdered over in the park tonight. Yes, I heard. Your phone's ringing. post-traumatic stress is listening to that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's one thing to say about trailers, particularly for the older, like, 70s films. I mean, the trailers are much longer than a traditional trailer is oh, yeah. now. So that is that is cut down from a four-minute official trailer. Um, and the first um, about minute of this trailer, minute and a half, is the very opening scene with, you know, uh, you know the Christmas Carol playing, and then very randomly shots of different murders that happen in the movie just pop up and there's that loud like Billy! all that nonsense i don't remember how it sounds <laughs> no that's awesome love it <laughs> but it pops up and then goes back to the christmas carol like very jarring um yeah. yeah it's 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 an intense trailer uh <laughs> yeah uh yeah so anyway nate what would you like to share about this? Sure. Maybe to start oh, us off. All right. So this this came out in December twentieth, nineteen seventy four. So right before Christmas, uh, it was ninety eight minutes. It's a I, nice nice movie to take your family to for the holidays, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I have a I have a, a, a my favorite trivia probably ever uh, coming up about this movie. So keep that in mind. All right. Uh, good family movie. Uh, so IMDb it's a seven point two, which for a slasher movie is pretty spectacular. It's pretty good, yeah. On Rotten, it's sixty seven. Um, one of the taglines for this movie is it's beginning to look a lot like bloodshed, <laughs> which is, uh, oh man, I, I, I liked it. I like it, but it is also <laughs> the same time. Like that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, the budget for the movie was 620,000, uh, which is pretty low. And then the box office, it made, um, over $4 million. Oh, wow. Um, at the time, it wasn't really appreciated a lot. I think people thought it was disturbing and weird and didn't really like it, per se. And then now, it's it's basically something of a cult classic and, like, yeah. very well regarded. Um, the director for this movie is Bob Clark, who you will remember from other horror movies, such as Porky's 1 and 2 and A Christmas Story. That's right. Seriously? Wait, nine years later. After Black Christmas, came back to the Christmas movie uh, theme with a Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out. Which is, <laughs> he stabs some eyes, this time he shoots some. I mean, yeah. But no, that which is crazy. That is uh, remarkable. You wouldn't think that someone who directed a Christmas story and Porky, Porky's movies would be the Those director of Black Christmas. And yet, here we are. Three entirely different movies. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's crazy. Um yeah, so the main actress, Jess, is Olivia Hussey. Uh, she was in It, the 1990 TV movie, as mm-hmm. Audra. Yep. And her most famous role is probably Romeo and Juliet, when she was, I think, 15 years old. Wait, she was a girl in It? Yeah, she was Audra. Oh, nice. I still need to watch that. Yeah, the original, yeah. Oh, the original one. Um, and then, of course, we have Margot Kidder, who plays the hilarious Barb. Um, she was in Superman one through three and Amityville. Uh, one of our earlier episodes, Amityville horror. Yep. Uh, and then one of the last people I wanted to to uh, bring up was John Saxon. So Lieutenant uh, the Lieutenant in this movie also played Lieutenant Thompson. So he's a he's a big lieutenant guy in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. <laughs> he's just a lieutenant in every movie. Uh, and then he was also in one of my favorite movies of all time. Enter the Dragon. So I had to, uh, had to mention that yeah. the that's previous a, a year. One. And one of the other girls is um, the aunt in My Big Fat Greek Wedding because she's awesome. Oh, that was uh, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. now, now Phil. I got it. Now I got it. And she was in the remake as the house mother, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So, yeah, so this is the first, definitely the first seasonal slasher <laughs> that's ever been made. Right. I, I'm confident on that one. Wait. <laughs> Why? I mean, just because it's set at Christmas? Yeah. 
That's like that the, started that's like a the huge way everyone trend. says Die Hard is a Christmas movie just because it was during Christmas. Yeah, but I mean, this one's called, it's called Black Christmas. Yeah. And everyone's yeah, got nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah. Well, everyone is gone because it is Christmas, which sets up the kind it of. It seems like there's a lot of people around not doing their jobs. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, so yeah, so, so uh, you know, movies that might have, that came out a little bit before this movie that might be considered slashers are Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Although that one's more of like a you stumble upon a murderer, whereas this one's like, you know, the murder comes to you. Uh, I don't know that they just stumbled upon. They were directly pointed out to okay, where but to they, get they kind of stumble. It's it, and then that's you, like saying pe- people yeah. in Green Inferno and Cannibal Holocaust were just stumbled yeah. into they did. the Amazon. They did. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, previous movie, uh, A Bay of Blood um, from 1971 is, a, is another good slashery movie. That, that's not an American one, though. And then. Yeah, Psycho and Peeping Tom in 1960 were some other ones that were not your prototypical slasher necessarily is this movie, but those ones had uh, different elements of that. Um, this is this was Elvis's favorite horror movie, and he used to watch this movie with his family every Christmas until he died, and they continue the tradition to this day. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. What? If it's good enough for the king, it's good enough for me. That's what I always. That's what I always say. Is that something you always say? I always say. That. Always. Everyone I knows me. feel. Oh, I feel like so I'm pe- heard peanut only butter once. and banana sandwiches. Your favorite then? Only while watching Black Christmas. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, the original title for this movie was called "Stop Me." So I'm really glad they changed that because that yeah. would have sucked. It's basically like "Don't." That's basically the level of this. Um, the writer for this movie. Uh, the writer for this movie was Roy Moore. Um, and I wrote, he treated young women better in this screenplay than the actual Roy Moore. Boom, boom. Shh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hashtag <laughs> truth. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, gross. Uh, in, in some markets, uh, the movie's title was changed to Silent Night, Evil Night. And they realized uh, that it didn't do as well. But the reason they changed it is they w- didn't want it to sound like a black exploitation film. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is like the most specific time, like no, and no other time in history can Black Christmas sound like a black exploitation film other than considering there's not a single black person actually in the movie. That is true. There, there's no, there's two black actors that walk in front of the dad waiting for Claire. <laughs> oh That's it. wow! No, no. The reason I noticed that is because it was super noticeable. There's no yeah. black people in this movie. It was in Canada. It's all good. Um. And <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know. What to, yeah. Um, and then one of the last things I wanted to bring up is uh, so the audio on the phone calls was all added in post. So after the film mm. was recorded. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and they're all really disturbing. So the actors have to react to that. And what they were really reacting to while filming was the director literally yelling at them. So when you see like people like that reacting. That doesn't seem as effective though because there's stuff that he says that's. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they had actually heard the lines he was going to say, they would have had very different reactions. Yeah. I mean, but it is also kind of like, holy shit, this actor. Like, yeah. I mean, some of the words that they say and stuff, like they react to it. Right. Yeah. So clearly the director is yelling at them, like cussing them out. You think he was basically. yelling the general gist of what yes, he was going to say? exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. Then exactly. that makes sense. Yeah. And so that's what they were reacting to was the director Jeez. yelling at that, which is crazy. Again, the director who did A Christmas Story. Is cussing out a yeah. bunch of young women because that first awesome. phone call is yeah is ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. And then I, one more thing okay. I want to mention is there's a 2006 remake. Don't watch it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't don't. We need to get the don't drop. Stop me from watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I don't know that I watched it, but it was not great. I mean, like, why? Just why? There's no point. Go go watch this classic movie. Is it is it Thanks Killing bad for you? No no no. It's like you know when they were, when they always redo like you know when they redid My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, and they put it in three D. Yeah, so so it's, like, it's like that. It's like this is no or like House of Wax with like Paris. I like My there's Bloody like, Valentine. Was the, there's an original. Oh yeah, the original. Oh much my, better. the original is a million significantly times significantly better. better. Well, that's your fault. We only watched the remake. Because you just said, "Oh, I'm cool. I'm down with watching this." Mitch, you, have, you haven't taken it. you haven't taken any dates to watch My Bloody Valentine on Valentine's Day, like I have. No, so we didn't go on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, 
You'll we be did sh- see it in 3D. You'll be shocked to know that I had, uh, and it's shocked to know that over the course of my life, I have not had a whole lot of dates on Valentine's, and I did not spend wow. them taking them to Valentine's. <laughs> That's why you didn't have the dates, Mitch. See? Well, it's a maybe. fulfilling prophecy. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Cole's a dying industry anyway, so <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, what you don't right. want to do is Too rent political. my bloody Valentine 3D because then the 3D just looks dumb. I propose that that makes it better. <laughs> I propose that as a fun Easter egg of look how this how shitty this looks. Uh, so Lisa, what did you think about Black Christmas? Because Nate has been on record in, in several episodes saying this is his favorite. I think this is my favorite horror movie ever. Uh, really? Yeah. I think so. so absolute you, favorite. So we, yeah. Uh, well, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's the best, but it is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So You could watch it every Christmas like Elvis. I, I think I already does. did. Yeah, I, 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 think I already did. It was already there. So, wow. so what about you, Lisa? What were your, uh, I guess, overall thoughts? Um, I liked it. I thought it was really well done. Yes. Uh, it's people. good. I mean, we need a guest here, so other more people can agree with me. For I like, yeah, we, like do, we don't have a no. We like only we only finally. invite guests for shitty movies that you recommend. Oh, so they oh. get all mad at you. Yeah. It's more fun to watch them get all mad at you and bitch about it uh, oh, okay. before the show, during the show, and still after the show. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, it, it had good suspense. There were a lot of moments. You know, the people who yell at the screen. Yeah, there were a lot of those moments when yeah. I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like. Seriously, this is what yeah. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but overall, I think it was well done. I think it was well done for the time that it was made. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. For the time it was made, I think it was. Pretty yeah. So, no, time. I liked it overall. It was good. This I wasn't constantly checking my watch, so that was good. Okay, that's good. This movie versus the Christmas story. Which Christmas movie you like better from this guy? <laughs> this one? <laughs> yes. No way. <laughs> really? That's I've awesome. never been a Christmas story. Yes. Oh, person. man. Oh. We were like, totally disagree, man. I'm in the minority. Like a mind meld over here. I know. Going on. I know awesome. I'm not. I'm not enjoying this whatsoever. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm. I'm not gonna say I didn't check my watch. I did check my watch a few times watching this. <laughs> it's like, when is something gonna happen? <laughs> what? A lot happens. A lot of stuff that it has. Because your tension builds. All no. Almost. It, uh, some things are very room esque. Why is there this girl that is that we're all searching for? You make it nothing sound to do with like anything. a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thirteen-year-old. Yeah, the 13-year-old. yeah, that was a no tangent. bearing on really what's going on. Yeah, there's. Although this, maybe he did kill her on the way. Well, they never tried to. I mean, yeah, it's fine to have things happen. Maybe five other murders in the Tri County area were a part of him too. Mm-hmm. They never bring it up. They, uh, yeah, this movie would have been better served being fifteen minutes shorter. 15 to 20 shorter. I think the problem, too, because that's what I was expecting, too. As soon as the first murder happened, I expected to just go, go, go. But I think that's because so many of the movies today are like that, right? Once they start the killing, they just kill, 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 kill. This one was like, I was surprised after the first kill when it was the next day. Yeah. I was like, whoa, the guy is just chilling there. It's like the next day. That's so weird. Everyone's marinating. mm -hmm. I didn't, that didn't bother me. I just, it happened, you know, you have the first kill in the beginning, and then it's the next day. And then there's just like a Christmas ham. Sometimes you got to trim some of the fat off. Okay. (laughs) You just, you just, there's just some things in there that you really, we didn't need that many shots of the laughing cop, which we'll get into. <laughs> I love the laughing cop. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. It, none the of is not that funny. None of it. It is when the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. That yeah. made it more hilarious. Yeah. I was okay with that. <laughs> it just, it took a whole lot, long time to get to that point, but. Yeah, there is a payoff, so there you go. I mean, I imagine there was a whole generation of people who learned the word fellatio from this movie. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't As know. a handle, right? For Effie? Yeah. yeah. How, many, how many movies were mentioning that at the time? Probably not many. Uh, how, but uh, that wasn't even as bad as some of the stuff he said on the first phone call. Also true. Yeah. This, this, this movie got a hard R. There was no, like... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. There was no PG-13 uh-huh. or whatever. No PG tourist trap happening here. No. I mean, it was 100% in, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so let, let's, get in, let's get into the movie, at least so we can start talking about actual things that happen, uh, since we're sort of kind of dancing around them. 
Um, so let's talk about the the sorority girl. So you mentioned Jess, played by Olivia Hussey. There's yep. Barb, played by Lois Lane herself, Margot Kidder. Yep. Um, you have Mrs. Mack, who's the house mother. She's great. You have Phil, who I guess is supposed to be a shorthand term for Phyllis, but everyone calls I her s- Phil. I assume. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and, and and I mean, you have a uh, you have a uh, two boyfriends in this. Uh, one who doesn't matter in the dumb grand scheme of thing. There's Chris Hayden. He's the townie. Who is, oh, the other girl, Claire Harrison's uh, boyfriend. Yeah. And then there is Peter, who is Jess's boyfriend slash right. baby daddy. All right, Lisa, how old do you think Peter was in this movie? Which, oh, the the pianist? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably like, like the actor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 38? Oh, you saw it before, didn't you? No. Literally 38. Literally 38? Yes. Oh, no. Wow. Well he, he was old. And you know who that was, right? Uh, I looked him up, but now I forgot. There's a guy from 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, nice. The guy who runs the... Yeah. Nice. Cool. And what was funny, because when he said you, uh, he talks to Jess, he says, I can't let you get this abortion. And I, I, in my head, I was like, you can't do that. For 2001, I'm afraid I, I'm afraid, afraid I can't, I can't allow you do. that. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> he was old, uh, yeah. and the reason he was in the movie, they're like, "Hey, you want to be in this movie?" And he's like, "Okay, I'll go up there for a week because my parents live nearby <laughs> where they were filming it." And so all his scenes, you notice, there's almost none with other people. It's like Jess going to see him in a place, right? Separate. Uh, oh. In the house, separate yeah. almost. There's that one doorway scene where he leaves. Uh-huh. Other than that, he's like almost never with anybody That's in the movie. Yeah, so he's all his stuff is filmed like separately almost. Huh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so th- thoughts around all of these girls, any characters that kind of stood out to you. So Jess is clearly the the final girl. Um, but she's not. I love this movie. It flips it. It's like no one's like, okay, so the girl who's like drinks and whatever is like the, like the one who dies or whatever. But, like, the nicest of the girls who didn't want to drink, Claire, Claire was the yeah. first one who dies. Yep. And then the oh, one yeah. who's literally getting an abortion is the one who then, like, is the last person. I was like, I love it. It, like, flipped so, the trope before the trope even existed. I was about to say, awesome. so I wonder where, where, where did the trope start? Was it? I don't know. I mean, obviously Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. in Halloween. Uh, yeah, maybe. Because Halloween was, Halloween was more famous than this movie, right? Sure. Uh, by, like, times a million. So. Yeah. I'm assuming that's that's where it came from. No, but this movie, yeah, they totally flipped it, which is cool. Barb was hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, Barb Barb was hilarious. Barb was quotable. Uh, Mrs. Mac, let's talk about this house mother for a second. Yeah, um, woman has not found a place you couldn't hide booze. <laughs> she, did uh, the, she did the in the book trick. There's a floorboard somewhere inside the toilet. Yeah, I mean it, everywhere. Yeah, I just like when she pulls the box out of the closet and then the bottle's empty, she's like, damn it. <laughs> it's like, what's an animal that like packs things random places and like has to search to find them again? Like, <laughs> like a, a squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> like an alcoholic oh, God. squirrel. Well, shit, did you see the way she brushes her teeth? That is the most aggressive. Just, ah! Yeah. And, and then, then she pulls it with, with some, the booze that's yeah. hitting in the toilet. I'm assuming it was peppermint schnapps. It was a clean, <laughs> yeah, clean minty, <laughs> fresh taste or something. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, she. Um, you can see. You can see where the 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 looseness and the funness is happening. She sets the tone with her hilarious disregard of basically everything, right? With her picture of the of the grandmother flipping somebody off. Yep. And then her trying to hide the other picture on the wall from the dad of the with the lesbians or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was a guy and a girl having I, sex was it a in, guy? A, in a peace sign. So the guy is this, and then the girl's legs are. Diagonal, so it's, it makes a peace sign. I didn't really, yeah, yeah, good. good it was solo. Awesome. I mean, she was covering it up before I could notice <laughs> what was happening. Yeah, so yeah, awesome. hiding all that up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, any of the other, uh, I guess the other sporty sisters, I mean, yeah, kind of made an impression. It's really all about Barb and Jess. I mean, it's not really. Yeah, Barb was ridiculous. The second that she gave alcohol to a child, I was like, "What? What? Who are you? So, what are you doing? What awesome. parent is allowing their uh, kids to go to whatever holiday shenanigans that fraternity was throwing? I don't know because <laughs> there was all sorts of terrible things happening. I did not see the responsible adult anywhere. Well, yeah, and then that was from my quote from the beginning of the movie. He says, "Ho, ho, ho, shit." I thought it was with fuck. The, no, with the kid on his lap. Then the next line oh, is, yeah. "Oh, oh, oh fuck." 
Kids are getting slipped alcohol. That bitch. <laughs> Santa's being naughty. And that was Phil's boyfriend. And like, if you take Phil and her boyfriend, you have like all the curls in the world yeah, no for their kidding. hair. Right. Oh my God. Like seven, like seven stories of Afro between them somehow. That was awesome. Well, uh, some other characters I want to talk about uh, the police. So the police team, oh, you know, we have God. the police in this movie. John Saxon as Lieutenant Ken Fuller. You have Sergeant Nash. Uh, you have um, the laughing <laughs> detective. Yeah, that's it. There's, that's there's it. really three. And then there's like a telephone guy. Yeah, the telephone guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let me tell you this. I, I don't know your college experiences. I know okay. Louisiana Tech uh, campus police. Uh, you know, col- college campus police yeah. are just kind of a different breed. Very, I, I think they do a good job for what they're certainly prioritized to take care. Of. But these weren't <laughs> campus police. Well, that's I. Uh, this is the town police, I think. Well, yeah. shit. So that's maybe we should give a shout out to the campus police who clearly did more than these cops did. I don't. These cops, <laughs> even in the ineptitude of cops in horror movies, almost. The the Sergeant Nash guy takes it to another level. Probably the oh worst cop. God. Probably the worst cop in a realistic situation he in a movie horrible. I've ever seen. He <laughs> was just the worst. You the, the way they wrote him, you needed a laughing cop, Mitch, to laugh at this guy <laughs> because he was so inept. Yeah. She just calls and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll look into it sometime. Bye." Yeah. <laughs> Someone's missing. Uh, here's a yeah, form. Here's a form. It just it, it's probably not gonna make you feel better, but she's probably shacked up with some dude. It, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like it doesn't make you feel better. It's great because then they say a girl's been murdered, another girl's missing, and and they're getting prank calls, like disturbing prank calls from somebody. Maybe we should look into it. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> like maybe we should look into it. The ineptitude in this guy is. I've never seen. I've never seen anything How's like. Is he this. a sergeant? I don't know, man. I don't know. I have a question for you, though. It's Barney Fife. They have low recruiting. Like, <laughs> you get the word out. Do some advertising. Or, or at least I have a, I have a theory. Uh, John Saxon, I think, is a lieutenant here. John yeah. you know, Fuller. Lieutenant Fuller. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. He ha- has to leave his job yeah. because a whole sorority has basically gotten murdered. On his watch. On his watch. Yeah. When they were at the house, they could have stopped it a hundred million times. Yep. He leaves. He moves to somewhere in what Illinois or something. I can't remember. Yeah. And his daughter grows up to be Nancy. Yeah. He changes his name. He changes his name. To Thompson. And that's how Freddy Krueger yeah. and Black Christmas are tied together. But how did he, he kept his rank though? He did. He is still a lieutenant. Well, they're <laughs> not. Look, they're not going to like. Maybe he worked his way back. Maybe up. he went yeah. into witness protection because. <laughs> He's like, this guy, Billy, is going to come The town hated him. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he definitely changed his name, had a daughter named Nancy. Did he mention a little daughter in this movie? I don't think so. So we don't know. We I mean, don't he, know. He might have had a little he daughter might, at this He point. might have. I mean, yeah, it would have been young at the time. So That would be awesome. Uh, I would love to see something to, to collaborate, yeah. uh, corroborate that one. Um, yeah, uh, the police force is, is just... Uh, they're bad. They're, they're, they're not like... It's not the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It, it's realistic in that they're just lazy. I would just you like to see. I mean? like well, just, I would just lazy. like to see uh, police actually be do something competent. He ha- have the time in these movies. John Saxon was competent. I would say he was slow. Yeah, he was he slow, was. but he was he slow was, but competent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he went and set up the wiretap and stuff, and he left a cop outside of the house. But so he was doing something. Yeah. But yeah. I love how like in older movies, like even the most mundane things, you can like you can like throw some like drama into it. Like track, tracking a phone call now is like, oh, I'm looking at a computer screen. In this movie, he's just like running. He's like, I, I, oh I gotta look. Gosh, I gotta look and see the, the. I gotta look and see the the positions of the pistons or whatever, or whatever the hell. Is he's running in this big warehouse. That's oh, awesome. I didn't even. I was like, "What is going on?" So he like has literally like, the switches, like to, to connect every address the thing. Yeah. in that warehouse. Yeah, man. He's just. I don't know. He's that was going. nuts. 
But I mean, it added drama to something that now you would just be, you, but you, you'd literally be looking at your phone going, oh yeah, I can, I can see it. Here's the zip code. Oh, they're upstairs. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The, okay. oh, 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 it's literally named oh, upstairs shit. phone right. on my phone. Maybe oh, that's I weird. should go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but the thing was when he set it up, it, it almost seemed like there's something else out there. They just, that little town didn't have it. Cause he, cause he told her, he's like, sorry, this is a really old mechanical one. So it's yeah. going to take forever. Yeah. Thinking maybe there is something better out there. They just couldn't, that police department couldn't afford it because, you know. Yeah, that, that. They don't solve any crimes. That makes sense. <laughs> so they get no funding. Maybe, oh, maybe, or maybe they can't solve crimes because they don't have funding. See? Oh. 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 Commissioner, throw him a bone. Chicken, chicken and egg uh, situation here. Well, let's talk about the guy they had to try to catch. Oh, Billy. Billy. Well, Bill, uh, I mean. No. He doesn't have a name, but we'll just call him. Billy. Well, he calls himself Billy. Oh, he's Billy. He actually says, I'm Bill. He actually says, like, he I'm says Billy. It's Billy. Name, it's yeah, Billy. but then he says, like, oh, you're Agnes. Like, well, she's not Agnes. Okay, so. <laughs> but Agnes was his sister. Was it, though? For, yeah. Okay, so for, was it his? for the benefit, I'm going to lay some ground rules on this discussion. For the benefit, we're not going to re- insert stuff from the remake. We're just going to talk yes. about... It's not from the remake. I mean, it is in the remake, but I pieced that together from this. I remember I told you halfway through the movie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that the killer's Billy, and he had a sister named Agnes, and something happened. Well, so, okay, so yeah. t- what, what, who, what is your theory about Billy? What I just said. He, his name is Billy. Something happened. My theory was that he killed his parents. Okay. Because they're like, he's arguing back and forth with his mom and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So my theory was he killed his parents. And then he kept telling Agnes, don't don't tell anyone what we did. So like wanting her to hide it. Yeah, I I disagree. I think I think he this is not up for killed hit. Oh, it's not. Okay. (laughs) well, all right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back. (laughs) No, um, I think he he killed Agnes, his his baby sister. Mm -hmm. I think she was a baby at the time. Uh, because at one point he, d- you do hear him yelling, "What? Where's the baby? What did you do with the baby?" Because Nate can't make me watch a movie where there isn't a baby that gets hurt. Yeah, well, yeah, it would only be fitting that this is, being this is one of Nate's hey, a favorite thirteen-year-old girl is not a baby. Definitely, right? <laughs> definitely, children are dying. It's gone this. up. It's gone yeah. upward. Well, unless I'm right. Uh, but no, but he was saying that don't kill the baby because of the. The conversation that they had in the house. With- well, no, he was saying, don't kill it, but he kept saying, what did you do with the baby? Where's the baby? All that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean, it's hard to tell because some of it, yeah, does go into that. But he says it quite a bit, even before yeah. I think that conversation happened. I'd have to go check. I don't yeah. timestamp my notes. I just know <laughs> yeah. roughly when things happen. Um, I, I don't know. So I mean, that's kind of my thought because he says, don't tell him what he did. I think he may have been playing. I mean, again, he's kind of obviously meant, you know, like. Mentally disturbed, yeah. right? So maybe he was playing too rough with. Yeah, maybe and that's was. the other creepy thing because, like, in all those phone calls, he's incoherent and crazy. He's and then he gets that moment of clarity when he's like, "I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, that, that, like, I'm gonna Whoa. kill you is the creepiest line in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, by far because agreed. Everything else is a little scatter shot yeah. and insane. So I was like, like, I'm gonna kill you. Like, oh like, yeah. Jesus, Damn. that is nuts. I would say my theory for Billy is uh, something happened to his sister, Agnes, uh, and then she died, and then he went insane, and then he was in an insane asylum, and then he escaped, and then started murdering everybody. Okay. that's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Throw a different one out there. I don't uh, know. I, again, you could come up with whatever backstory you want, because this movie's not going to tell you. Um, Very ambiguous. Yeah, so uh, of Billy's murderers was there one that stood out to you and again uh, yeah i I gotta credit this movie too for however you know for as many murders that were happened off screen or you know away they didn't really show the gore they were still pretty effective i thought oh yeah Um, they were very effective you didn't get a sense of like cheesiness or okay we clearly you don't have money uh you know enough money for a hook no and plastic sheeting yeah all right so which one was your favorite then lisa Uh, the the most memorable or interesting or whatever when um when peter kills the piano (laughs) (laughs) wow what Lisa, Lisa I, felt sadder about the piano than she did I about I play, and I've played for a very yeah, long time. Yeah. He was playing a Steinway. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That piano is not cheap. Yeah. 
That is one of the most expensive pianos. So, and that jerk, just because he thinks he did bad in his dumb little audition, hurt that piano. Yeah. I was. Well, Lisa was also not a fan of the piece that he performed for no, him. Yeah, I was not. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a, some music criticism into our Yeah, like, well, oh. and and the thing that always bugs me about we're, I'm going off on a tangent, but whatever. The thing that always bugs me about that in movies <laughs> is it's like you know that guy can't play. If he yeah. could play, they would show him and his hands at the same time. It's always the cutaway, and then they're so dramatic. Yeah, and I'm like, you're full of crap. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, in in the movie, the guy is supposed to have, what, for eight years, been practicing? No. Well, maybe they should I'm have gotten someone who can play. I'm assuming the actor didn't have eight years. No. He's got, he's got the passion and the heart. He just doesn't have the talent. So basically eight years, and then his really important piano final, or, or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. His piano yeah, final? I didn't quite understand it's what was pia- happening. It's a piano final. And again, That's basically what it this is. is, this, is, is this is This is some yeah. of the fat that you need to trim. <laughs> because I get that we're trying to show that he has yeah. these dreams, and yeah. that's why he wants Jess it's to keep motive. the baby. Yeah, it's the motive. But d- did we really need to do that? Because it, it, his dream is still, I still want to be a concert pianist. Yeah. I didn't need to see him fail at audition and take it out on a Steinway. Except that I get, I, I I get it at the same time. Yeah. Also, was that but his sign way? Show, no, it was the conservative. It's supposed to show his violence, his anger uh, issues. Uh, yeah, right? I, I yeah. get it. I I get it. Yeah. Eh. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, this this is this this makes it hard to do your 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 after your eight years, you know, like the day before or the day of. Like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm just gonna have an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> your girlfriend says that to you. Like, yeah, she that did. Would throw that you was off. bad timing. That would throw you off. Like, really, you can't wait. I get it. I, I, well, I mean, I, I get it a little bit. Aren't there statute laws? So I guess she probably maybe she's running yeah, up against the clock. Yeah, but she could wait like a day. <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> statue? Wait, what? Well, not statue, but like you know, there's, there's a certain a, time a term. period afterwards you can't. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I would just. I mean. Oh, I'll get I'll get into this and what I would have done differently. <laughs> oh God! All right, all right. So uh, back to favorite death. So piano was your favorite death? No, it was the most horrible one. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So let, let's let's get the, the okay, touchy fine. subject my of favorite, pianos. My favorite, favorite one, hu- living entity my, death. You felt worse for the piano than the humans. Well, you did hear most that of those humans were morons. You, you did hear that it's because the piano costs so much more, whereas these children's <laughs> these kids' lives in this we can we can replace sorority people practi- every year. Practically worthless yeah, every year. <laughs> Bitcoin is, is worth more at this point. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know it's not. So, the, my favorite one actually probably was the house mom. Because she goes she around to the, through the house for 10 minutes yelling, Claude, Claude. It's like, Claude. It's like someone camping. In and like then a, just keeps blaming everything on the cat. She drops her purse and she's like, damn it, Claude, look what you made me do. Yeah. She gets in the attic and something else, look what you made me do. And then that hook just took her you out. You know what? She probably, she probably blamed the cat for yeah. getting hooked too. <laughs> yeah. Right. At the very end. And well, well done with the hook because I yeah. could do, you could do that a million times. You'd only do it like. Two or three times and get it right. Yeah, you know? he was really practicing. Yeah, how so. many takes did that take? <laughs> was it like Halloween three where he did it great the first time they weren't even filming yeah, and then yeah. they had to do it a million times? They didn't really have, like show the hook yeah, hitting, so yeah. they didn't really have to. Yeah, so they're probably which fine. that is the slowest reaction. That just like as soon as you see that duck. Yeah, but the alcoholism. Oh no, I know. Into, like, she like, was not capable. I'm surprised she got up on the ladder to get yeah, into the yeah. attic. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like you just take your chance to just let go of the ladder and just drop and yeah. see where yeah. it takes you. You're, you're better off. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Nate? My favorite was the the first kill. This is a kill that doesn't happen very often in movies. Uh, normally, someone's getting slashed or or hooked, as the case may be, yeah. or stabbed with a glass unicorn. Uh, but, uh, when Claire gets suffocated, yeah, that was my favorite too. That is, yeah. that's, that's, that's still jarring. And not only that, but they keep the bag. So he takes her up to the attic, puts her on this rocking chair. Creepy as hell. The bag is still there and her face is still there. Creepy. Puts a doll in her hands at some point And then it's like rocking her. It's like, holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Like that is maybe, maybe it's the most creepy because it happened. And it was jarring, and then well, it, continue, it, it continued yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, no, I think the most shocking thing is no one ever went in the freaking attic. It's attic. Oh. You know why? Because attics are worse than basements. We have... 
I feel like yeah. we have one example. Yeah, one example. The basement is not as bad as the attic. One, one very localized attic example versus yeah. hundreds upon thousands of basement <laughs> horror stories. I don't know. I think attics are just as creepy as basements. Yes. All right. Here we go. How about? I'm not saying basements are good. Yeah, They're both awful. Just stay in the middle of the house. <laughs> stay in the middle. Stay of in the middle layers. Don't go below the earth or or too high up. Yeah. Uh, don't stay, be don't be Icarus. Stay, Just stay, stay grounded. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't fly too high. <laughs> that attic was creep. That attic was yeah creepy. Yeah. That's that's already, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Oh, I think that maybe I, I I was gonna say something, but I think that broke my own rule of not bringing up stuff from the other movie, so we won't talk about. Oh, it. okay, good. Yeah, yeah. the other movie so, doesn't exist. So uh, let's talk about the ending then. So at the very end of this, Jess is running away from Billy. Billy uh, oh, but we got to talk about this phone call. Is though. she running away from Billy, or is she running right towards Billy? We, yeah, we got to talk about. Oh, this, oh okay, the, the okay, phone go ahead, call. go ahead, go ahead. So basically, um, they do the <laughs> it's like the world's longest like tracing of a phone call, right? Um, from Billy, they say he's in the house. Uh, John Saxon, the lieutenant, gets, decides to give it to douchebag McGee, worst cop of all time. Which, why to did tell he her, just call her? He should have called. I think he's like, I don't trust that guy to go anywhere <laughs> and like help anyone. So, right. so stay here and I'll go do it. I think that was the logic. But wasn't he calling from the car? No, you know, he was at the station. No, no, no. no. Uh, the Sergeant Nash. When the, he, when he, the lieutenant. He was talking to the sergeant. I think over the, the radio. I think from his oh, radio. Was it from I think the it was com? over the radio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so Sergeant Nash, he's like, hey, just tell her to leave. Don't tell her the calls from in the house because then she'll freak out. Okay. So then he goes, hey, so can you just uh, uh, walk out? Don't ask any questions. He's, the way he says it was so stupid. He's such a moron. Such a moron. And then she's like, oh, why? He's like, I'll go get Barb and Phil. Like, no, no, don't worry. Just go. And then he breaks the rule and says, because the killer's in the house. He's yelling. She's not responding. And then what does she do? Instead of oh, going through the front door, just right up the stairs toward Billy. Yep. I don't know if it's because she wanted to help her friends. I think I that think was, was supposed to be was, the reason. She was going yeah. out. She went straight to their rooms. Yeah. To try to get them like, hey, it's here. We need to get out. And, and then, then she course, opens the door. Yeah. And of course, they're just bloody oh. stacked on top. Like, 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 like stacked like wood on, yeah. on top of each other. That was weird. Yeah. So after he, she runs back down the stairs and to what I guess is the basement. There well, no, well, she she hits uh, Billy with the door. Yeah, that was her like her best. Yeah, her, her best, best move, move, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, she runs down and Peter shows up. So her baby daddy, fresh from destroying a piano. Well, not no, just, just her boyfriend. <laughs> There's no baby. Had she already had the abortion at that point, or she was no, just going to? No, it, she's going to. Well, <laughs> I, and I'm just saying until sure, sure, until there's some finality to the situation. Potential baby daddy, right? So, uh, yeah, he breaks in through the window trying to get to her. Yeah, and when it comes to Peter's dead, and the cops think that Peter has was the murderer. She, she killed him with a poker. Yeah, that is that's fucking impressive. Yeah. No. And then, of course, you have the shot above in the attic where the body still exists. Yeah, so they didn't go up in the attic. Yeah. I guess they were worried about more like the... Well, but he did, but she didn't know about the attic, too, though. No, Well, no one did. That, that was why it was... Yeah, but as soon as you find three dead bodies in one house, you search the entire house. Yeah. That is a true statement. <laughs> You're like, not, oh, not, I guess that's probably it, right? But that's enough people. The cops are like, you know what? Let's just wait for like real police to show up. <laughs> Like, but we'll, that's we'll what the, that's what the cop did at the end of the, the credits. He's just yeah. sitting on the porch, just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just hold, holding Phone's on Phone's just ringing, not really worried about it. Now, like, this is the worst police work probably I've ever seen. Again, in a realistic movie. There's war- terrible police work in garbage movies. Right, right. So, just... Worse than Amityville? Yes. <laughs> yes, worse than Amityville. Margot Kidder just can't buy a break <laughs> with you. any of these yeah. cops in these movies. Yeah. Maybe she's it's getting, her. She's getting tormented all over the place. Yeah. The uh, the they find her in the basement yeah. with they're basically both passed out. Well, one person's dead. Peter's dead on top of her. She's alive. And instead of taking her to a hospital, they put her in a bed in the house mm-hmm. and then leave her alone. I don't even in Canada. This can't be standard operating procedure. Let her get some rest. No. All by herself. Just because the house where all these just because it's are. free doesn't mean there's a cost, Nate. So they gotta. <laughs> it's just there's just there's like there's no. It's just so bad. It's, it's so bad. Yeah. 
Unless unless they're like bleeding somewhere, we're not taking them. It's no. Um, <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this: it, it's it's not you're left with this ambiguous. No, but that's ending. false because then the dad of Claire sees the dead body collapse or thinks she's dead. Obviously, because all the dead bodies are there, they don't actually find Claire. He collapses, and then they take him to the hospital for shock. But but not the girl who just killed a guy. Well, I holy mean, shit, that well, makes I mean, it even worse. I don't know. Maybe in the seventies, they thought women just fainted a lot. Still, oh, so yikes! Yeah, right? Yikes! <laughs> no, it's okay. So the ambiguous ending, right? The phone starts ringing again. Yeah, it zooms out from her yeah. bedroom. Yeah. So the question is: Do you think she survives? Do you think she is? She's dead. Dead? No. She's a thousand percent dead. Does Billy finish the job? It just depends on if Billy needs someone to answer the phone before he can kill again. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like oh. if that's his, you know. Yeah, he's got it's, it's his like pattern. A, it's a process. Yeah, you have to get. Ooh, that's a good. Well, I don't know if he killed that girl, the Janice or whatever, the thirteen-year-old yeah. girl in the park. Yeah, Was that's there a true. phone call on that one? No, yeah, I don't know. No, that's true. Yeah, I don't know that he killed Janice. Uh, there's just nothing to tie it together outside of... I think he killed Janice. I think he did, because the park is right outside their house. Yeah. Where she's dead. I think on the way to the sorority house, he ran into her and he killed her. Maybe. That, I mean, that was my guess. That was my maybe, guess. Maybe. maybe. Uh, again, there's... Because if not, it's so out of the blue. Black Christmas 2, there's another murderer in the same town. Oh, oh my God. Agnes. This time it's this time it's at the uh the frat house that they're that they had the party at. It's Agnes. Agnes running around. He's going to the sorority girls, she's going out to the fraternity brothers. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Uh yeah, so okay, so you think you're not sure if she's dead. You think she's dead. I think she's dead. I think she's dead as well. Because he didn't he didn't mind sleep uh Mainly. stabbing Lois Lane when she was sleeping. I mean he he's got yeah. no qualms about killing a sleeping person. No, but also that horn on that unicorn obnoxiously big. Just that, say that's like, that's, like a, that's like a trope now with like people all being all about unicorns and shit. Like I've seen that in like three or four different things. Like yeah. like uh, dodgeball, you know the classic <laughs> movie dodgeball. Uh, like Scrubs had that. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's up with like Candy random Mountain, unicorn. Charlie, Charlie. Oh my god, Sean the non believer. I take it back. That is more disturbing than Billy. I, t- I take it back. I take it all back. Charlie. With candy and love. Oh, and man. <laughs> all right. Well, that being said, I, I, if there's anything else you want to say about this, Nate, you look like you're about to say one last thing. Yeah. I I mean, I, I just wanted to go over just real quick all of the things this movie did that like people copied. The shaky cam first person murderer view. Yep. Spectacular. That was actually awesome. Yeah. Especially when he was yelling all this gibberish at the same time and knocking crap over right in the first person camera view. Yep. That was awesome. Ominous carols. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, taking like Christmas music and making it all weird. I don't think that had really been done in any movies before, specifically Christmas. And then when did the omen come out again? That was 76. That was two years after yeah, this. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And then making the phone ringer, you know, the phone ringing like the most horrifying thing ever. Obviously scream did that amazingly mm-hmm. well. But, I mean, that's the thing that got stolen, like, a million times, too. So yep. This movie had a bunch of really cool stuff in it. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for our general review. So now I want to just ask you both, what would you have done differently? Son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones! You only moved the headstones! Why? Why? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, so I'm going to change up this week. I'm going to jump in uh, first. Uh, I was going to say get a dog instead of a cat. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe man. Claude, uh, maybe Miss Ma- uh, Mag would still be alive if the dog was looking up at the attic and just barking a whole lot. Is, is there a does the cat die dot com? There is. Spoiler alert. It, is, it happened. <laughs> it happened. They didn't show it, though. It happened. You think? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Eh, I think the cat would probably be smart enough to run away. In this movie, they also joke that their dog died. I don't know if you caught that at oh, all. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, our dog just <laughs> they, said, oh, we won't bother you They then. don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be my, my, uh, my what I yeah. would have done differently. Uh, Lisa, what about you? What would you do differently? So originally, when they get the first phone call, my thought was, call the police. Mm-hmm. But then I saw the police and realized 
<laughs> you gotta take matters into your own hands. How was that gonna freaking happen? They, they, they knew what would have happened, so they were just like, uh, let's. So I think my what would I have done differently is, I think as soon as that first call came in, I think I get the hell out of the house. Because clearly, whether he's in the house or he's not, he knows the phone number and he probably knows the address. So that's when I just bail. I don't remember how long they said the calls have been happening. It's been happening for a little while. I think it escalated, right? I think it first started like kind of like just breathing, right? right. And, that, and, it, and then different voices started getting yeah. added in to make it even more creepy. So maybe in the beginning it wasn't so bad. Yeah. And then but that it, one yeah. was bad. Yeah, that first one in the movie. Was, as soon as was he rough. says, I'm going to kill you, I'd have been like, okay, well, I'm out. So y'all want to go skiing like right now? Let's go. <laughs> That's, you know. Yeah. I'm so, out. in the words of Bobby Howdy. Brown, I guess it's time to take control, huh? <laughs> no, I'm not fighting the guy. I'm getting the hell out of there. Yeah. Fight or flight, yeah. I'm, I'm flighting. She, she, she's more like Journey, time for me to fly. <laughs> All right, Nate, what, the, what would you have done differently? Oh, man. Um, but one thing would you have done differently? Damn Nate? it. Uh, okay, so if I'm Jess. And I'm gonna have an abortion uh, with my <laughs> high strung oh, okay. and my high my extremely high strung thirty uh, year old boyfriend Peter, yeah, who is known to lose his temper. I just do it without telling him. Problem solved. Problem solved. Uh, wow. Confrontation, I, doesn't, confrontation doesn't happen. I, uh, She's gonna break up with him anyway. It's not like it even mattered. I, Jesus. That's Holy I don't know how that helps you survive. <laughs> if anything, it adds another potential murderer on your list. Well, no, I mean you don't say anything, uh, and then there's no problem. That's all I would have done. Mitch, what would you? What would you? Do? <laughs> oh, you already said get a dog. You just you God could, damn. You've, okay. you've removed. You've removed on, on to the awards. Damn. I'm just saying <laughs> you've re- you've removed uh, you've removed uh, drama from the situation. And I know you had a list of what you would have done. Differently. Yeah, I have. Uh, lists. That's the one you wanted to roll with, huh? I, yeah, that was your top choice. I, I can I can do a backup. No, 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 no. You're, you're you done. got one, and that was I, it. award. What award? I failed. I failed my piano final. <laughs> is basically is what you're saying. Yes. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't smash our piano on the way. I will not. Here. I will not do that. Uh, awards? Yeah, what award would you I get? got the reverse home field advantage reward. Uh, award? <laughs> reward. <laughs> Everyone in the sorority house, you are at home. Like, things moving, sounds. This should be a place where you recognize that things are not going how they should be going. Mm-hmm. And maybe that someone's in the house because it's the place you live, right? It's not like it's a it's your home. And it did not help these people at all. No. I mean, they this guy is just, like, setting up shop in their attic. Yeah. Do, you know, looking at people, making noise, hiding in people's places, no one ever notices. You would think that they that they would. Uh, another award I have uh, is the Inspector Fellatio Award uh, to Sergeant Nash. <laughs> I I put oh Fellatio God. instead it's of Gadget. Dirty, isn't it? I put, I put, I put Fellatio instead of Gadget because this is one of the most clueless policemen on earth. Yeah, like it make, makes Pink Panther look like the guy from Twenty Four. I mean, it's, it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Clouseau was even better than him. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the Pink Panther was like because oh, Clouseau yeah. prepared himself with his, you know, psychic buddy who would just randomly pop out and attack him. Yeah, keep him sharp. This guy was just awful. Yeah, yeah. Lisa, what award do you give? I have the worst community outreach program award. <laughs> Because that Christmas party for the children was terrible. Yeah. So, so I was in a fraternity and we had yeah. to do a community service event like that, you know, as part of our just to show that we're giving back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't not, I do not think we have. It was always like, we're just going to like paint something. I can, <laughs> I, I can imagine gonna, like, here's, yeah. here's the commercial for that. It's like how, how many, every year, tons of young kids are going without alcohol that they desperately need. Right. <laughs> this oh. this Christmas season, be part of the solution. Oh, my God. <laughs> That, that's a great award, Lisa. Yeah, uh, so awesome. mine is just the if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life award. It goes to the laughing detective. Uh, he probably <laughs> chuckles at every, <laughs> every everything that comes in that, that station. It in, gets a laugh. In the he one just, scene, so John Saxon, lieutenant, is in the foreground, but he's in the background. But they don't like they don't turn to show don't turn to the right to show John Saxon they keep it like the whole room so that in the background you, you can see, see him, him just cracking up for like 20 seconds 30 God. seconds it's amazing yep 
Oh. If you laugh again. <laughs> he loves it. He And he also doesn't work any days in his life because apparently he's a terrible policeman. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, let's get into our final segment. Final cut. <laughs> I love that drop. All right. So, uh, Lisa. Um, I'm probably going to give this six out of ten hidden booze bottles. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Solid. It was okay. good. That's it was good. good. Um, and I don't know if it was that much better coming off the heels of Thanks Killing and Jack Frost. <laughs> but softening, softening everyone up until yeah. like, they right? really like, yep. Um, but no, overall, it was really solid. It was good. Nice. Nate, what do you give this? Yeah. Um, I give this a uh, nine out of 10 glass unicorns. Not 10? Uh, I give it a you know, nine. Okay. Nine, nine is very nine, good, I would say. solid. It's, uh, no, this movie is, which is great. They didn't focus on the gore. Uh, the music's creepy. I cannot reiterate enough how creepy Billy's voice is. It was awful. That is like one of the creepiest things ever. Um, they, they give the characters some backstory. So when they die, it's not like, it's not like you don't care. I mean, you kind of don't care, but it, at least they give them some backstory. Uh, and then this movie obviously just no. ripped off by everyone. I mean, John Carpenter said he wanted like, he started with wanting to make Black Christmas 2, and that's how Halloween started in his head. Nice. So that's that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, it's a great classic movie. Highly recommend it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i going to be close to Lisa here. I did six out of ten wart removals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. Uh, you know, part of it is just I, I did not see this early enough. So okay. by the time I got to it, you've already seen all the things that have been influenced by it. Right. So yeah. I certainly appreciate it. It's still, even though it's still a good movie, it's still definitely yeah. worth checking out. Uh, but you know, kind of, I think it probably suffered a little more, you know, had I watched this earlier or around the same time as when I first saw Halloween and all that yeah. probably is higher. So I, I think I saw this for me and maybe that's why I saw this right around the time I saw Halloween as well. Like yep. when I was littler. So, yeah. Yeah. so I, I can certainly understand if you saw this earlier, it, you know, now if you see it, it is, it feels a little dated, although it's still, it's not bad. It's, it's still you know, fresh in some yeah. aspects. So uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Nate, where can they find us? Yeah, they can find us at our website, texaspodcastmasker.com. Um, for our end of the year episodes, we have a survey open. Uh, it's our, I think it's our pinned tweet on Twitter um, where you can catch us at TX Pod Massacre and vote on some end of the year categories. What was your favorite movie? Movie you're looking forward to the most? Worst, worst movie. Thanks, Killing, my personal opinion. Uh, and more. Uh, we are on Spotify. So you check us out on Spotify. Um, and you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and all your other podcast platforms. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you all once again. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Black Christmas. Merry, you know, whatever. <laughs> again, check your addicts before. You know, yeah, check your addicts. Check, have, or have someone else check no, no, your no. addicts. No, no, no. Send somebody else. Yeah, you just say at the bottom and watch. If, if their feet go straight up into it, you know something's up. Uh, <laughs> uh, from all of us here at Texas Podcast <laughs> Massacre, just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. Good night.